Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, part two of our interview with Nathan Cleary this afternoon. This is his dream team, his best 1-13 to of all time. If you haven't listened to the interview yesterday, I advise you go back and listen to it. 25 minutes of cracking content there with arguably the best player in the world, Premiership winning captain and Clive Churchill medalist Nathan Cleary. Now he names his dream team today an unreal side. Now at about the eight minute mark, unfortunately we have some technical issues uh, and he his, his audio is a little bit crackly. So whilst I was doing the interview with him, I understood what he was saying. It is a little bit sketchy at times. I apologize for that. Uh, Just the unfortunate reality of this uh, post-COVID world we live in. Zoom, very reliable most of the time, but occasionally does shit the bed like the very rest of us. Uh, So the back end of this one, it is a little bit hard to get. I managed to keep up with it at the time when I was recording, so hopefully you guys do as well. But the first five, six, eight minutes around that mark, it is some sensational content where he goes goes through his back line, and then it's a little bit sketchy for his forward pack. So hopefully you can make out everything that he's saying and understand the general vibe of what he's saying. Apologies if not. Uh, I, I wish it was a different way, but sometimes these things happen. Uh, we've got to move on. We've got to keep playing footy, as we all know. Hand it over now to Nathan Cleary to name his best 13 of all time. Let's dive into this team that you've picked uh, at fullback. Uh, probably the most common pick of all the positions, probably outside of halfback. Billy Slater, uh, you would have played against him in, in the back end of his career. Tell me about Billy. I just think um, he probably he, he revolutionised what fullbacks do. And, um, you know, you constantly hear Cooper Kong and Cameron Smith talk about what they did for his game. He was constantly the eyes. And he also he always was just on the ball, um, knowing what's happening. And I got to verse him at the back end of his career, but he was still an absolute freak of a player. Um, you know, just the things he did and and how smart he was, where he was popping up. He was super hard to kick the ball against because you know he was in the right position all the time and was obviously super fit. So um, he was also really good to watch. And it was a tough one between him and Teddy, um, but yeah, I had to go with Billy. 
That was the one thing I was going to say about Slater. If he didn't exist, imagine how much easier your job would be as a halfback. You know, if all these fullbacks weren't basing their defensive game and their positional game on Billy, kicking would have been a, a poor walk in the park just quietly. It would have been much better. So, uh, yeah, thanks for that, Billy. <laughs> Mate, let's move to your wingers. Uh, first one, Israel Folau, obviously burst onto the seed down in Melbourne at a young age. Uh, and was just like nothing we've seen before. I, you know, I, I've sort of said a few times on my podcast, Stephen Crichton reminds me so much of a young Israel Flower. It's not even funny. You just, you kick the ball in his vicinity and you know he's coming down with it. Yeah, I think um, Critter's definitely much uh, like a, a young Israel Flower. And, you know, I think uh, just, they're both just natural talents, absolute, um, you know, freaks. And yeah, Israel Flower, some of the things he did when he first burst on the scene were unbelievable. Um, I was only watching a game the other day of, just some of the catches he was doing in the air and he was, then he was beating people when he landed and scoring tries and you know, I think you need someone like that on your side that um, can just come up with something out of nothing and you know, he didn't play long uh, in the NRL but uh, it made a pretty good impression. Mate, the impact he had in that short time, that, that state of origin catch where he, I think he uses Anthony Quinn as a step ladder yeah. and catches it against his head, it was like the old uh, uh, New, York, New York Giants catch just unreal stuff. Yeah, ridiculous. Mate, your other winger, very different footballer, but I think he's the most consistent and hard to say he's not the best winger we've ever seen, Brett Morris. Uh, another guy you played against in the back end of your career. Uh, tell me about BMOZ and as a halfback preparing against him, I think that the way that he used to defend on his wing and the way that he would defuse kicks was just about better than anyone we've seen before. Yeah, he was just super reliable. Um, you know, I think early, early in his career, he was... Um, you know, very fast, a great finisher. But as he got later in his career, he probably lost a bit of speed, but he found other ways around it. He was still an unbelievable finisher. And just his consistency throughout his career, um, there's not many not many players that were able to do that. And, uh, yeah, you actually mentioned in defensively, I think that was uh, definitely an underrated asset of his game. He was always in the right position at the right time, and he was uh, very hard to score against, but also kick against as well. So, um, yeah, he was a great player. Imagine those Roosters teams the last few years, your last tackle options when you're kicking to either BMOZ or Tupu. Must be an absolute nightmare trying to work out where you're going to land the pill. Yeah, they're definitely one of the hard teams to kick against. Obviously, with Teddy there as well, he's, he's always on the ball and um, you know constantly uh, running around. So, yeah, they're definitely one of the hard teams to kick against. Mate, let's move into your centres. Uh, Tommy Turbo. Crazy to think that we're, we're picking in the centres. I mean, a few years ago, you wouldn't have even considered that, but he really has... I wouldn't say he's revolutionised the position because no one else is able to do what he's able to do, essentially. He's just a... He's essentially just the exception, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Uh, I've said it to a few people, but he's got the best sense of a football game out of anyone I've ever met or ever played with. Just He just knows where the ball's going to be um, before anyone else does, and uh, that's why he seems to score so many tries sort of backing up, and he just knows when to leave his centre and when to get back there. And, um, yeah, he's an absolute freak. I can't yeah, speak highly enough for him. He's um, Yeah, he sort of blows my mind just being able to play alongside him. And it's crazy too. Like, obviously, this season was unbelievable, but he's been doing that in State of Origin for three years now. Every time he puts on Sky Blue, he just goes to another level. He's an absolute beast. And, um, you know, you know when he's playing alongside you, he's going to be putting in a, um, a great game. And whether that's at fullback or centre, he's... He's always for the team as well. He's a very selfless, humble guy. And, um, yeah, obviously a great footy player too. So just dominating the Origin Arena, Greg Inglis is your other centre, mate. Uh, I imagine in the very back end of his career, you, you, you would have played against GI in State of Origin too, would you? Yeah, I had a good uh, first interaction with him in the Origin Arena. He's he gave it to you, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was, that was great. Um, you know, I've got that to um, 
that's a great memory for me for the rest of my life. I can tell everyone that GI smashed me in my first Origin game. Could you feel him coming or what? I could just sort of feel him uh, out of the corner of my eye. And then as I got the ball, it was just like, holy shit. Fuck, it's over. All right, mate, at 5'8", you've gone with Jonathan Thurston, another Queensland legend. You've got a fair few in this side. Tell me about JT, mate. JT is another player that absolutely has been uh, growing up. He's absolute beast. And uh, his ball playing was, yeah, something that uh, having so many halves do. Kicking game, uh, great leader and just a competitor as well. He's always kind of surprised by the field. And, um, you know, I really admired that in his game. That's been any of the dreams. And, mate, at halfback, you've gone for Joey Johns. Funnily enough, your halves. Uh, two Clive Churchill medalists. You joined that group. Pretty elite to think back on it, yeah? It's pretty crazy to be. Uh, them. Um, you know, that's something I'm very grateful for. And I definitely couldn't watch their shoot. But, um, you know, I think their influence on my I watched them both up and loved them. So, um, yeah, they're pretty cool. Mate, t- tell me about Joey. You obviously mentioned that you have done a bit of coaching with him and whatnot, or he's done a bit of coaching with you, sorry, in New South Wales camp. Uh, did you have a highlight or anything that stands out from the career of Joey as you were growing up? I think it has to be five. Um, I think it was I've watched those highlights so many times. I still watch it to this day. It was just some of the things he did in that game were mind-blowing, especially as a halfback. He's just jinx and the way he played. Even, even now, like, they've always got the old games on TV. On Fox, and anytime there's one with Joey, I'll sit down and watch it. Um, you know, I just yeah, uh, loved loved being able to work with him. And mate, obviously yourself, you, you didn't get to go play against Joey, but your old man obviously played his fair share against him. Does he, he, he did he have any stories or anything that he passed on to you, or, or just like any general comments about Joey's game coming up against him? Oh, yeah, I've asked him a few times. Yeah, he uh, loved the way Joey played, and obviously said that. He's pretty hard to come up against. One thing he mentioned is just how strong he was near the line. Uh, pretty much as soon as he... It was like if he wanted to score, he would. And he also talked about his defence as well, which probably don't get, that doesn't get spoken about. Um, you know, I think he's just the all-round footballer. Mate, let's move into your front rowers. And uh, you picked Sam Burgess, one of your first guys, South Sydney legend, another Clive Churchill medalist. You've got a fair whack of them in here. Uh, Sam Burgess, he's a guy that, once again, I imagine you would have come up against him sort of at the back end of his career. Uh, one tough hombre. He certainly is selected in a lot of these teams. Yeah, I think probably, uh, personally, probably the hardest I've ever had to come up against. He was played play on the edge a few times against me and his uh, aggression and the influence team just through his actions were um, they were pretty amazing and playing I, I sort of like first time into front legit and um, yeah he was a great player and I think he's just needs someone in your team who's uh, not, not afraid to take on anyone and that he uh, has, has a positive effect on the rest of the team Who'd be your uh, who, who'd be your uh, equivalent in your Penrith Panther side would, would it be James Fisher-Harris? Yeah I think it's definitely you know, he had uh, I guess uh, intimidating factor goes about his work and you know he lets his actions do the constantly leads from the front mate your other front row a really interesting one personally I love it my listeners will know why I love it Jason Tamalala you've picked him in the front row just using him as a middle rather than using him as a 13 explain this pick to me this was uh, position was a bit of a hard one for me I, I want to be there but I think he's so early on in his career he'll end up there eventually um, but yeah Jason Tamalala and Burgess probably played a lot of their career as a lock but I think especially the way the game is now um, you know 
see them both doing really well with the middle forwards. Um, I think Tamalola to the ball um, up there with the best. I think nowadays I'd probably rather have him and you know, I think he'd do a great job in the front row. The week you're playing the Cowboys, how much are you talking about Tamalolo? How, how much of a, of a focus is on just minimalising the impact he's able to have? Pretty much, uh, maybe about seventy-five percent of the video session is on Tamalolo, uh, especially with the middle. Do a lot more, but yeah, as much as you do video on him, some of the stuff was like, yeah, there's just nothing you can really do to stop. So, um, I think I think that's an impressive factor as well is the fact that you know all. T- doing that, that all be talking about Tamalo, but he still um, puts out great numbers and, um, you know, is a massive uh, influence on the rest of their team constantly. I agree with you. The most underappreciated thing about these guys is how much tape teams are doing on them, yet they're still able to overcome it week in, week out, as is the case with a lot of these guys. The hooker, uh, I imagine he must have been definitely not on your Christmas card list about 12 months ago, Cameron Smith. Um, just too hard to leave him out, right? Yeah, I think he's... Uh, um, up there with Joe is the goat for me. On the game was it's it's pretty life. It's uh, I think it kind of showed this year. Um, you know Melbourne without him, but thinking those games, his, his calm and influence and what he could do to turn a game and control it were the best we've seen. So when we talk about his calming influence, I thought the absolute peak of that was the grand final against you guys. It all got a little bit loose at the end. Melbourne sort of went away from their game. You guys really found some momentum. They had blokes leaving the field left, right, and centre, and Smithy just seemed to calm it all down and just get it back under control. I often wonder if he would have retired the year earlier. I think that grand final probably has a very different outcome. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yeah, I know, and obviously I would didn't get with him, but um, just first him, you knew uh, whenever he was speaking to the team, I'd say the right time. And even when he'd do interviews, I seemed like he was tired and he could kind of reflect on the whole game, what was happening at each moment and, and to fix it. So, um, yeah, it was pretty impressive. Go to your back rowers. Uh, two chooks here. The first one's Boyd Cordner, uh, the Australian skipper a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, had to retire uh, th- this year, a, a terrible situation, that one. Tell me about selecting Boyd Cordner, mate. Obviously, he would have been on the edge and your skipper uh, for New South Wales. Another guy that I think the average fan doesn't appreciate what Boyd Cordner does and what he brings to the game. Tell us about Boyd. I'm very grateful that I got to play a few times alongside Boyd. Um, you know, he's he's just a great leader and I think um, you don't appreciate it you actually get to play with him um, how good he is and just the work that he puts his body through um, he's a very tough tough player um, you know I think he, he just takes the hardest carries out of anyone Never, you bog down your own end own end carry and I think he's probably one of the best um, holes that I've seen uh, finds he runs um, pretty much and with hards like JT and uh, Joey in the team you need someone like him uh, out there on the edge so yeah, I couldn't leave him out. It was one thing with Boyd Cordner that as a fan, like I always knew he was a great player, but 
when you were able to actually get out to games and you were able to sit close and watch him come out of his own 20, you, you'd be so used to him doing it. But it's just a train wreck every time he takes one of those hit-ups. It's unbelievable um, what he put his through. And, you know, I think that's why everyone respects him so highly. And you ask anyone that's played with him, they'll say they absolutely love playing alongside him. You know, again, he's a great leader. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed to be able to say that I've played with him. Speaking of great leaders, your next guy in the second row, Sonny Bill Williams, uh, I mean, this guy, he's, he's not even a footballer anymore. He's like a world icon, a world brand, essentially, Sonny Bill. There's not many people that can say they've uh, been able to, um, through what they've done throughout their career. It's, it's a credit to him. He, he obviously works very hard. And, you know, he's a player that I absolutely love watching growing up. Um, just some of the things he could do were, were like no other. And uh, he'd always come with pride. Uh, whether that was a big tackle or breaking through the line off it was definitely a, a handful I was actually a bit disappointed I didn't get to play last year but, um, just for the game so missed out on that opportunity but probably a bit happy for that as well because I didn't want him running over me but um, yeah I think he picks himself Mate it's one thing that I've noticed over the last few weeks since he brought his book out the amount of footballers that have brought that book. I've, I've seen very few of them with books on their Instagrams before, but good God, they're all getting around him. <laughs> uh, I think he's that untitled, um, you know, especially for the uh, Polynesian boys. I know all the boys out at our club absolutely love him and look up to him. So, yeah. Speaking of guys you look up to, I'm sure this was uh, one of your favourite players growing up. I know that your old man played some great footy with him as well. Brad Fitley, you've picked him in Jersey 13, which I absolutely love. Tell me about Freddie, mate. I think um, Freddie, I think it comes through dad. Um, you know, he talks highly of Freddie and he was definitely um, dad's favourite player to play with. He just said he was an absolute freak. And, you know, whenever they needed a big play, he'd come up with it. And I think that sums him up as a person. He's constantly putting his hand up to make hard decisions and um, stuff like that. And, and he is a real leader and someone that I think everyone can get follow just, uh, you know, just through the persona he has. So, uh, yeah, I've watched a fair bit of his footy. Faithful step and very strong near the line, much like Bowie. Um, and yeah, it was just, he's really good to watch. Well, what about the impact that he's had on your career, mate? Obviously, New South Wales coach, so you'd spend a bit of time with him. Um, obviously, a very relaxed nature, very different to most coaches, most blokes in our game. I imagine that that must have been great for you at different periods in your career so far. It's, it's definitely different, but I think that's what I like about him. Um, he's just super genuine, super honest. I always tell you. Um, you know what he's thinking and, and yeah he's not going to be that person that will tell you what you want to hear he'll tell you hard truth and I think that's what I definitely admire about him it's probably um, saying that I struggle with from time to time is having those tough conversations so um, he's constantly pushing that and uh, yeah he's been a great influence on me he's always stood by me and always backed me and um, yeah I'm very happy to say I've had him as my coach and um, yeah very grateful to be um, yeah to know him Nathan, we've had some technical difficulties here, but it's been unreal having you on, mate. A sensational side there. And thank you for answering all those questions earlier on as well, mate. All the very best over the off-season. Hopefully the uh, Rocky Boulder gets itself together. You're ready to go round one or very early heading into next year. And uh, the journey for back-to-back starts in a, in a few months, I guess. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you. Uh, yeah, just the beginning. Thank you, mate. Appreciate that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.